Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 200 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to have a follow-up conversation about sneakers. It's going to be very exciting, full of developments and news. We are going to talk about what we did this past weekend and we're going to finally talk about the book, The Air Affair, that I have been reading for a sweet forever and finally finished. Plus, there's going to be some other stuff and some other things. Also, if you find yourself thinking, you know, I would really like to know more about that thing or that potion or that pillowcase that they mentioned, you can find so much of that stuff in our Amazon shop. It's at amazon.com slash shop slash big big. Alrighty, y'all, as always, we're so glad that you're here with us. And we hope you enjoy episode 200. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And if you hear something in the background, it's my fan because it's hot. I don't think that we hear it, but it, I'm going to say it is so hot and I am only taking solace in the fact that our forecast, our 10 day forecast shows that by next week, it appears that we're having a bit of a cooling off period. Oh, okay. Cooling off. Yeah. It looks like maybe like highs in the eighties, which would practically be fall here. Yeah. Well, I also saw we're supposed to have some cooler temperatures in the next seven to 10 days. Yesterday, I went walking and it really like it was not that it was so hot, but it was super humid as it has been for pretty much the last five or six days. But Mm -hmm. the sun was a laser. And so Uh the combination of those two things, I thought at one point, I thought, am I, am I lightheaded? I kind of feel like I'm lightheaded Mm -hmm. because it was Mm -hmm. just so brutal. So you know, it'll, yeah. it'll, it'll yeah. all end soon, but, and, and all things considered, I don't feel like we've had a super miserable summer. I mean, it's not been as bad as it has been in years past for sure. Cause our, mm-hmm. we had a real mm-hmm. true spring that went on for a long time, but, but that does not change the fact that it is almost September. Well, it will be September by the time this episode comes out and yeah, yeah, that's just not a fun time to live in our I'm parts gonna- of the country. Yeah, no, I'm going to tell you as somebody who sat outdoors at a soccer tournament in College Station, mm. Texas this weekend, mm. I've never, I mean, I've never been hotter. I can't like, imagine. Maybe this summer hasn't been as bad, but I have never been hotter. It was so miserably hot and you add in the humidity and listen, I was happy. I was so happy to be there. You know, I love mm-hmm. watching soccer. It was great, but I really thought we've played in this tournament every year for the past five years. And it's always the last weekend in August. It's always this hot and miserable. And I was sitting there thinking, I'm not going to be sad that we don't play in this tournament again next year. Right. This is <laughs> right. our last one. Mm-hmm. And this is hateful. This mm-hmm. weather is hateful. And Caroline said, the worst part is, is in the past, she said they've always had in the training station, They've had like baby pools full of ice so they can ice down girls if they get overheated or start to have a heat stroke. Well, oh, because Lord. of, because of Corona, you can't have, so you just have to let the children have their heat stroke. You can't put them in a, in a pool of ice cause they might get the Corona. Can you not put like, can you do cold towels or I something? I don't, listen, I don't know. I, I can listen, let's begin. We can't, we don't have enough time to get into all the things that you can and can't do with Corona that makes zero sense. You can't have a cold towel. I don't know. I don't understand. You can't get in an ice cold baby pool. I, I don't know all the rules. So maybe this is a good time to bring up that it's our 200th episode. <laughs> I didn't mean to start off that hot. I'm just saying the heat maybe made me a little cranky this weekend. <laughs> It's our 200th episode. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you for sticking with us for 200 episodes. And it took us 13 years to get to 200. That's my favorite part. 
It's not like, it's not like it's the fourth year of the podcast and we're like, Hey everybody, it's our 200 episodes. This is year one, three, one, three. And we're just now rounding that particular base. We're both Enneagram nines. And so my favorite thing about us is, is we're really slow to get started and then we get going and then we really taper and off. We taper and off. That, mm-hmm. And to, to be able to get 200 episodes recorded in a 13 year time span is really a level of just complacency and mm-hmm. mediocrity that I can't even begin to explain, especially when you look at really the only reason we're up to episode 200 is because we've been so prolific over the last two years. Oh, no question. If the first really 10 years had continued at that pace, it would, <laughs> I mean, we'd be, it'd be episode 59. And I'd be saying, I'm a grandmother now. So Caroline, <laughs> Caroline's 32 and she just had the first baby. That's right. (laughs) We just can't, we just can't get it done on our own. We didn't know when we started that we were people who really needed some support. We were people really needed um, others to spare, to spur us on and to hold us accountable. That's really what we needed. I always go back to Mary Ann Daisy, when I was in college and she said, Sophie, she was a professor of mine. And she said, Sophie, Mm -hmm. you are a person who needs a deadline. She's exactly Mm -hmm. right. I am. Mm -hmm. I need a deadline. I need, um, or else I can, I can exist in the, the whatever for the rest of my life. 100%. -hmm. 100%. Same. Mm Co-sign on that. So we're so grateful that y'all have stuck with us, even though the, those first say 10 years were really pretty spotty. Mm -hmm. Um, Look at us now coming look around the curve. I think, of, mm-hmm. I think about back in the days when we would do, when we used to do the dot mom thing, the Lifeway conference where we would like co-host. Yes. And that was kind of in the days of the podcast where we would do mm-hmm. one and there would always be women there. And I think we were always surprised by it that we're like, we love your podcast. When are you going to do another one? Like you haven't done one in six months. And we'd be like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. Like my internet hadn't been working and we don't really know and mm-hmm. we're busy or whatever. And so people always, y'all were always so sweet and, and people loved it. But I think we never either number one took you seriously. No, we don't, re- we don't receive encouragement. Well, <laughs> we, don't. we just thought everybody was being nice, but here right. we are at 200 episodes and, and more of you are listening than ever. And so it's amazing what some consistency can do when people can actually say like, Hey, I can count on this podcast to come out pretty much week to week. Yes. Yes. You know, I did some math recently. I I shared this math with you. Uh No, this was good math. I was curious Mm -hmm. because I don't pay a whole lot of attention. This is shocking. I don't pay a whole lot of attention to statistics, right? I don't, I don't pay a whole lot of attention to numbers and things like that, but I was curious about just kind of now that we do the podcast more regularly, you know, if that Mm -hmm. had impacted our downloads or anything like that. And, and just this year, our downloads have increased. So, and part of that's because there's been a pandemic and people have been home and desperate for entertainment, but social interaction. Yeah. Something that passes for entertainment, I Mm -hmm. should say. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we're super grateful and clearly as confident as ever in terms of what we bring to the podcasting table. So that is correct. So thanks y'all for being here for 200 episodes. Yes, we really appreciate it. And we're going to do some very last minute things to, um, <laughs> to commemorate this auspicious occasion because we really started to map that out today mm-hmm. um, yeah. in terms of, Hey, just what are a couple of things we could do to celebrate 200? So we have a couple of things, I guess, how will we do that? Like on social media? Is that how we're going to do that? We're going to roll that yeah, out. I, I think like on Instagram or something. Okay. Don't you think? Yeah. So just be on the lookout on our Instagram for mm-hmm. our very thoughtful and meticulously planned ways to celebrate episode yes. 200 we've been working for months and by months <laughs> i mean upwards of four hours so exactly right we have planned and mm-hmm. not planned and we're ready yeah we're ready to go so anyway uh-huh. here's what i'm currently learning there is nothing like having a child who's a senior in high school to put you deep in your feelings 
I've suddenly realized our days with her at home are numbered and I have this one year to make sure she knows how much we love her and how proud we are of the woman she's become before we pack her up and ship her out. I could cry just thinking about it. But that's why I'm so glad I found NoteCube. It's the sweetest little gift for someone you love. It's a new and thoughtful way to show someone special how much you love and appreciate them. It comes in a beautifully packaged box full of customized messages based on all their amazing qualities and you can even add photos. It does the work for you but in such a beautiful, meaningful way that feels real and authentic and unique. So you go to their website and you click on all the amazing qualities that you want to highlight about the person that you would like to gift this to, and then it generates personalized notes. You can edit them, you can add photos, you can do whatever you want to make them more personal, and then they send you the box full of these notes that then you can give to your loved one each day. It's a great way to do something so meaningful and thoughtful in such a simple way. It only takes a few minutes to design. There's also an engraved wooden box option if you would like them to have that as a forever keepsake. And today we have a special offer for all our listeners. You get 20% off when using the code BIGBOO at checkout. There's free delivery worldwide and you can shop online at thenotecube.com. That's again, thenotecube.com. 20% off with the code BIGBOO. It's easy to create. It lasts a lifetime. And I think it's such a great way to let someone you love know how special they are to you. I, I have a significant announcement in that, in addition to the 200th episode, I finally finished reading The Air Affair. Now, hey. you know, I've been talking about it for about two months. I think yes. that's how long it's taken me to read it. Well, so, you started it when I was in Birmingham with you. So that was okay. mid-July. Okay. Mid-July. So, mm-hmm. so six weeks. It took me about six weeks. So I feel like now I can, I can talk about it a little bit more openly, but I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't read it. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, so I feel yeah. like you held back on your reaction because I hadn't read yet. So now, or do you feel like you can give me your, your reaction? I think I can give you my reaction, but I would like to hear your reaction. Okay. Here's what I will say. I liked it. I, mm-hmm. I, I actually, I like, there were parts I really liked. I think there's just no way to recapture the magic of the first one of the Royal Wee. Yes. Like, because you have that falling in love story, which you don't yes. have in this one, obviously, because mm-hmm. of how the first one ended. I'm trying to talk around it. Yes. But yes. here's what, here's what I will say. The, the writing style of, of the air affair, as with the Royal Wee, just delights me. There are so mm-hmm. many charming details and maybe my favorite storyline in the whole book. And I hope this isn't a spoiler. So if you're scared, yeah. if you don't want a spoiler, just turn it down for a sec. Was the relationship between Bex and Eleanor, the queen. I, I agree. I would agree with that. And the specifically the the baseball connection that they form I found utterly endearing and so entertaining mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um and I, I don't know I so I love that and mm-hmm. then but there was see I hate to get too much into it I didn't feel like maybe I it's still clicking Hello. Right. Do you hear it clicking right now? Well, you cut it. I think you're cutting out is what's happening. I don't don't know why. I don't know why. I have my Wi-Fi extender is right here. It's stationary. It's because we're going to do our 200th episode the way we've done so many before. That's right. You know what? That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. That's right. We'll just roll with it because that's what we do. Um, (laughs) If if lightning were to strike somewhere in the middle of this, it would feel just right, wouldn't it? (laughs) It really would. So the, the dynamic between Bex and Freddie, yes. I, I felt like had a lot more impact on this book than I expected it to given the first book. Does that make sense? 100%. That was my problem. That whole, the whole Bex and Freddie storyline felt very far-fetched and contrived. To yeah. Me. Like mm-hmm. I, I just didn't get that, that deep a deal with them in book one. No. And so for the way that it rippled in book two, I was like, well, something happened. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. So it just, it felt, it felt like all of a sudden, I don't know. It just felt like there needed to be a complication and that was maybe an easy one. Yes. So, and listen, I love Freddie's character. I, th- I find him to be very charming as a pretend person. Yes. 
but and I and I also will say I love all the supporting characters like Mm -hmm. that's a that's a super well fleshed out part of of these books but I just didn't I didn't get the the angst with all that no and so it Mm -hmm. made you wonder the whole time is this going to take a left somewhere yes Yes. But, and it made me really nervous because mm-hmm. I was like, if it does, I'm going to be out. I'm really not going to like it. Yeah. Um, uh, but I felt like the Bex Eleanor part was a real highlight and really to me was the heart of the book much more this time around than Bex and Nick even. Yes, I would totally agree with that. And I think it's hard to separate because I do love the way that they write. So I love their dialogue. I yes. like the way that they have the characters interact. It feels very realistic to me. Um, it's witty it's funny. It's not too, it, none of it is cheesy. Like nope. it just is, you know, like I like all the characters and I felt like all the characters pretty much stayed true to themselves in mm-hmm. this book. Um, but I agree. I think I missed the initial falling in love story, which I think is what made the world we so great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then while there were parts of it, it, like there were times when I was reading this one where I was like, this feels so this feels like we're trying really hard. This feels yeah. like a little too contrived, but I still love those characters and I love the writing. So it's, it's hard to separate. I mean, like it's absolutely worth reading. Yeah. It just, it just didn't have the charm of the first one, which I think is hard. That's hard to recapture. Well, because you can't get the, you can't get back at Bex and Nick falling in love again. No. But mm-hmm. in terms of feeling like you really know the characters and just really some of the funniest characters, like when I, and when I say funny, I mean, like you said, like really witty characters. Yes. Very sarcastic and mm-hmm. smart. And I don't know. So I loved all that. It was, it was fun to catch up with the people. Yes. But it would kind of be like if I saw some friends I hadn't seen in a long time. And as they started to tell me what was going on, I'd be like, that didn't even sound right. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, huh? yeah, no, not that, you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I was saying I, you and I, we had the same take on it. Cause okay. remember I kept telling you when we were together, I was like, I like it. I don't not like it. It was just, some of it just felt a little too over the top for me. And I get like, you need to have a complication because you need a story. And I don't know what else their story could have been, but that didn't feel right to me. I also like the part where they moved into Georgina's apartment, which I have to remind myself, myself that when people in the Royal family are using the phrase or in the pretend Royal family are using the phrase apartment, that means a very different thing than what it means to me. Yes. So essentially a mansion, but I loved the the whole element of Bex going back through Georgina's stuff. Yes. Finding stuff because you know what I'd do if I lived in somebody's old house and all their stuff was still in it, go through it. I sure would. 100%. You know, I could, I Mm -hmm. could spend some time going through Mm -hmm. all that old stuff. And so I did like that part. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Well, and especially if it was a member of the Royal family who you probably had read about in people magazine beforehand. I mean, you know, you give me a weekend at like princess Anne's house. I'm going to, I mean, you would talk about digging up some stuff, you know, or princess Margaret's house. That's right. Either uh, That would either white, what, whoever, anybody. Mm -hmm. So it'd be a lot different, but there again, there a Royal apartment is a lot different than if somebody could go back in time to my 550 square foot apartment with all bills paid that I lived in <laughs> when I graduated from college. There wouldn't be much interesting to find there. <laughs> all bills paid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. With, so with my landlady, who by the way used to always wear a mask, and now I think about her a lot. And well, she was she was ahead of her time. Didn't she really know was? It. So I told mm-hmm. somebody today, I was like, you know what would never have occurred to me in January, and she said what? And I said that I would have a favorite mask. Yeah. <laughs> But oh. I, I have, yep. I have a couple that are favorites. Yeah, and then I, that I, I wash regularly. I never saw it coming, but mm-hmm. you know, here we are. Here we are. I don't know about you, but I am always looking for fun things to do in my free time, and I have a lot of free time these days because we're in a pandemic. I like to have something to do while I watch TV that doesn't take all of my focus. And that's why I'm so excited to have found Best Fiends. And I'm embarrassed to admit that I am currently on level 491. Again, I blame the pandemic. Honestly, I am hooked on Best Fiends and I'm not even mad about it. It is fun and addictive in the best possible way. You match blocks of the same color to gain points. Each level has its own goal. You can move quickly through the levels obviously, or maybe that's just me. 
and it keeps staying entertaining and interesting. Sophie's the one that got me hooked and I'm both proud and sad to tell you that I have passed her way up because I struggle with time management. This is my version of doing needlepoint while I watch a movie. I love Best Fiends. It's my favorite way to pass free time and you don't even need an internet connection, which makes it even better. Best Fiends updates the game monthly with new levels and events so it never gets old. So engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle is a game that's a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or on Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Try it. I know you'll love it as much as I do. Okay, so last week we did a Patreon episode with Gully. Yes. Melanie's very best friend of over 30 years at this point. Yes. And um, Gully said something that I have not been able (laughs) to forget. I've thought about it so often. I have it on a post-it note on my bulletin board. Oh, I love that. It struck me um, so deeply when she (laughs) said it. And I'll share it if you're not on Patreon. Listen, this this begs to be shared. We were talking about the juice the juice was it a juice cleanse or a juice it was fast? Juice, juice cleanse. It okay. was juice cleanse that we did. We were talking about the juice cleanse that Melanie updated us on last week and we were talking about the different juices and all that kind of stuff. And I can't remember if if it was Melanie or if it was me who asked Gully, would you do a juice cleanse again? Mm-hmm. Gully's response was I would have to forget. (laughs) It was one of the highlights of my week. I would have to forget because is that not the truest thing? I mean, so true. Just things we've tried, things, Mm -hmm. you know, we've gone into with great enthusiasm. And then by the time we get to the end of it, we were like, I would never do that again unless I could forget about this first time. Yes. So it made me think about what is something that, that you would have to forget in order to do again. So I've thought about this for myself. I've really pondered it. I mean, I feel like okay. it's a worthwhile endeavor. Yeah, it was okay. So I can think I've, I thought of a couple of things, but okay. I thought, and this is something that by and large, I have forgotten because mm-hmm. I, I would do this thing again. So that tells me, but at the moment I thought I'm going to have to forget this. So the year before the year was 2002 <laughs> And Perry and I, so this was pre-Caroline. And so my parents decided to take us on my sister and her husband and Perry and me, and they took us on a trip. We went to Sicily. So to go see, because that's where my dad's family is from. So we went back and we went to explore and we did the whole thing. And it was, it was great. I mean, it was a, a phenomenal trip of a lifetime. Here's where it went wrong. So the, the tail end of the trip, we, the idea was we went from Sicily, we went back to Rome, we spent the day in Rome. So mm-hmm. we did um, the Vatican, we did all of that in like a day, maybe a day and a half. I can't remember. The last night of the trip, um, this is where it all went wrong. The last night of the trip, our digital camera, because this is before you had a camera phone that you used. Right. So our, di- our digital camera got stolen at the restaurant okay. from under the table um, it had all of our, you know, little chips, whatever the little disc thing that you'd put in a camera. So all of our pictures from the whole trip were gone immediately. That's terrible. And our camera, which at this time, I mean, that was like a, I mean, I don't remember how much cameras cost, but let's say it was a $300 camera. I don't know. It was an expensive hit. So that happened. And so I was already really bummed about that. It left a really bad taste in my mouth about Rome in general. I was was sad about the our all of our pictures being gone from the whole trip and then on the way home on our flight that was from Rome landing in Newark we couldn't land because of I don't know why and we had to circle repeatedly Mm. and and I'm when I say repeatedly I mean we were in circles for like two hours in the air and I they did that thing where they cut that air and I've never that's the only time I've ever been on a flight where I've literally pulled out the barf bag in front of me because I thought this is I'm gonna go and I had to sit there that whole time and I remember thinking and I I don't like fly I just don't like long flights I just I don't like being cooped up I don't like being in that tube and so we'd already been on this eight-hour flight and then all of that was happening and I thought I will never ever 
travel internationally again. Like I'll never get on a long flight like this again. If we land, I'll never do it. That is what I had to forget to do. Okay. Again. Yeah. I was going to say, cause you did it again, but yeah, but no, but I haven't back where that was my last time to go. Yeah. I haven't done a long flight. Not like that again wow. since then. And that was because Perry even said after that, I never will forget that like people would say, how was the trip? Did y'all have a great time? Would you go back? And Perry told everybody this. He would still say this. He said, I would go back and do it again if like Italy was as close as Kerrville. <laughs> and like Kerrville is like an hour north of us. So <laughs> I, would, I would have to forget. So, and I kind of have forgotten because I would do it again. But I remember that was like one of the most miserable moments of my whole life. Mm -hmm. So what about you? I have two. Okay. One, and I've written about both of them. I think I write about both of these things in home is where my people are. But um, one is a liquid diet that I did the summer after my sophomore year of college. And I'm going to tell you, it has been some years since I did that. But I, if I close my eyes, And I think hard enough about it. I can taste both the chocolate and the vanilla shake that I would drink as meal replacements. And there was this broth stuff. And and doesn't this all sound so healthy, by the way? Um, Like a real strategy for long-term success. (laughs) (laughs) This has long-term results written all over it. It really tees you up for some some good habits. So, because the very idea that as a 19 year old, I was going to go back to college and sit on the shake while everybody was sitting around the table at the Mexican restaurant, you know, yeah. um, JC Garcia's in Startville at mm-hmm. the time. So anyway, so, so that's one of the things like I would, I, I would mm. never do that again. I don't think, but I would, I mean, like if for some reason it was a life or death matter, I would have to forget to do that. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. taste every bit of that. And I'm using quotation marks food um, that I had to, to consume oh. that summer. So oh. that's one. And then the second thing I also read about, um, which is my one and done trip to the Bora Bora tanning bed in Startville when I wanted to be tan for Sigma Chi Derby days. And I think probably received some third degree burns all over my body. I was so burned and really could not bend my knees. Like it was, Oh, oh, that is just miserable. It was miserable. And I, there's no amount of money that, I I mean, I would have to just erase it from my, Mm -hmm. from my memory. Mm I don't even know yeah. if they do those kinds of tanning beds anymore with bulbs, but I don't, I don't think they do. I mean, certainly that's been outlawed. I mean, I feel like if ever something is a sure way to get skin cancer, yes. I feel like that's it. You know, like that's, that's your, that's your money get maker right there for it skin was, cancer. I got, listen, I got sun poisoning from a tanning bed. Uh, I just want to <laughs> let that, <laughs> just I let mean, that sink in. Oh, I mean, that is awful. That is just terrible. I know. I think the only other thing I can think of, and I know a lot of people say, I mean, I think childbirth and having a newborn, I think you kind of have to forget some of that to do it again. When God gives you like a built-in thing where you look back on it fondly. Mm -hmm. Well, and there's such joy attached though to, you know, like there, there is, there's deep joy attached to it, which I think makes it easier to forget or to look past it. Yes. And it really in the, when you're in the moment, it does not feel like it's going by fast, but when you get on the other side of it, it's like, mm-hmm. well, that went by pretty fast, yeah. you know, like that was, that was a blink. But I do remember vividly when Gully was pregnant with Will, her second son. And, um, I, you know, Caroline, I guess at that time was about 18 months old. And I remember asking her, I said, are you going to, I said, are you going to breastfeed again? Because I said, that is really something like I said, if I have another baby, like that is something that I really think that I, I said, I think it was better than what I remembered. I'm going to tell you something. I had a terrible time breastfeeding. I I It was awful. It was pure misery. It was not good. I was not good at it. Caroline was not good at it. She needed a bottle, the whole thing. But in the moment, but I was thinking back on it. That was so sweet. And I remember that Gully called me crying when Will was about a week old. And she said, I think you were remembering this more fondly than it actually is. Listen, I don't mean to brag, but I, I produced several ounces of milk after Alex was born. I, 
Um, I mean, like the whole span of time I nursed, I think, I mean, it was just, it was not easy going, but no, we were same. I mean, it was same. It was like, I would sit there and I would have that pump trying to, and it would be like, well, here's a teaspoon of milk for somebody. (laughs) It's me. (laughs) It's me. Listen, here's my offering. It took took an hour. Yeah. Oh, Oh, it was awful. So those, yeah. So those are my things, but yeah, I think that, I think we all have those things in life where you're like, yeah, I've got to get, I've got to get past this before I can think about doing it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm on, I'm going to need some sort of like magic eraser to go across Mm -hmm. my brain about it, but yeah, I have no intention of ever doing a liquid diet or going to a tannin bed ever again in my whole life ever. No, I think those are both really good decisions. Mm -hmm. I feel like those are great long-term decisions. Now, when I got home today, I'm happy to tell you that, well, last week we talked about my, my deep feelings that I am somehow not um, a natural sneakers wearer. I feel feel like it's awkward. I feel like it's a little bit like I put on, I'm wearing a costume. Yes. And but I ask if you would pick out some sneakers for me, if you would give me some options and, and I, here's what I'm, I'm going to say. But if, if, if anyone, well, if you find yourself in a place of sneaker doubt or skirt doubt, any kind of doubt, I'm going to tell you that um, Melanie Shankle can come through for you in a pinch. And so you sent me a link. Uh, you sent me links for probably what, like, 12 pairs of sneakers, something like that. Yeah, something like that. I don't know if it was that many, but it was, it was a lot. It was at least eight. It was Mm -hmm. at least eight. So Mm -hmm. we're going to put every single one of those links in the, in the show notes for y'all, because several of you have contacted me this week and asked me, will you please share what Melanie recommended for you? So, so we're going to do that for sure. Yeah. I really, I looked at every link. I scrutinized. I thought about it. I thought about my clothes Mm -hmm. and I think it was the last link you sent me that I think so. When I saw it, I was like, Oh, this looks a little bit more like me, not quite mm-hmm. so sporty spice. Mm-hmm. And so they, they, I don't know how to describe them. It's a slip on, but the, the heel of the sneaker is a little bit more like 1982 new balance. Yeah. A little retro, it's retro a little re- running show. Yeah. It's running a, a shoe. Yeah. yeah. It's a little retro. And so I was like, Oh, these are darling. So I ended up ordering them that very I'm day. And so, so when happy. I got home today, they were here <gasps> and they are a winner. Oh, I'm so happy. And it's because of that retro heel. My foot does not sit in it as flat. It's got uh-huh. a, a little angle to it. So my heel doesn't pop out. Cause that's my whole issue with most sneakers when they're super flat, as cute as they are, my heel pops out because I don't know if I've mentioned it. I have a really hot arch. And yes. so, um, but they're great. They're so okay. cute. I'm so happy. I can't I'm wait so to wear happy. them. And I got kind of a, a metallic color. Again, I we'll love put, that metallic color. We'll put the link in there, but I think I'll wear them a ton and they're so comfy. And um, I can't remember the name of them, but they're, they're, by, hold on, they're Paul. It's Paul. What is it? Paul, Paul Green. Something. Paul Green. That's they, were it. On, they were on a huge sale at Nordstrom mm-hmm. and I will wear the the fire out of them so thank you for your service um you're I will, so welcome i will also say that i forwarded your links to my friends casey and stephanie oh okay and casey ordered no 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 i didn't no i didn't you put the adidas so oh i did i yeah. put the adidas on fashion friday this mm-hmm. week yeah so you put the adidas link that you sent me that was really my second place finisher mm-hmm. and i still may get those you put them on Fashion Friday this week and Casey ordered some for her and she ordered some for her sister because they're so cute. Like there's so many good options in there. And I've gone back actually and looked at a couple of them since. Yeah, but cute. Um, and then in the meantime, this is a won't he oh, do it. This, Listen, it gets better. I can't even wait. So one of our podcast listeners who you and I actually met when we went to see Hamilton in Chicago Okay. Do you remember when we met the people sitting next to us? Yes, at, at absolutely. Hamilton? Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah, because we were going to go and see about staying in their hotel. Because remember that our hotel <laughs> was on strike and we couldn't get in our room. And so we were asking them if they happened to know that about any exactly room availability. Right. I forgot mm-hmm. about that part. So yeah. Lori, who was there, yes. actually, I did not know this, but she sent me an email after last week's episode and she works for Nike. 
And so she sent me an abundance of links with the cutest sneakers. And I am not a natural Nike wearer because my foot is a little wider than mm-hmm. Nike allows. And then, and, and again, high arch. But yeah. um, I actually ordered a pair of, uh, from the link that she sent me, I ordered the, the, the most adorable pair of walking shoes I maybe <gasps> have ever laid my eyes on. So, oh, I can't wait to see that. I know, I know. So I just feel like I had some really life-giving restorative time going uh-huh. through links to sneakers <clears throat> and walking shoes and all all the goodness it was good okay i'm going to tell you what you had was a breakthrough I you, did. Had a, you had a breakthrough i did is I, what happened mm-hmm. you had a block on the sneaker mm-hmm. and here's what i knew and this is why i like shopping for people that i know because i immediately i took that very seriously because i sent you those links what we had probably been off the podcast like two hours last week oh like yeah it was like mm-hmm. it was I took it seriously, but here's what I immediately knew. I was like, Sophie Hudson isn't going to like a sneaker that doesn't have some sort of a platform heel. You're exactly right. Listen, life is too short to wear flat shoes is what that's I exactly. Said. Yep. That's right. I and don't I'm like that. a little height on that thing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the benefit of the sneaker because you get that nice flat platform. So you get the lift, but you're still, your foot's still comfortable. And yep. so I knew I had to go platform, mm-hmm. um, but I was very, I was very, you know, sometimes, you know, you're inordinately pleased with yourself. And that was me <laughs> after I sent. Well, they were all winners. There was not one that I looked at and, and thought there's no way I would wear that. I thought mm-hmm. I would wear every single one, but I mm-hmm. wanted to pick the one I would wear the most. And so when I saw the, the one that I got that had the metallic option, I was like, oh, I will wear that to death because you know what I would wear those with that farm Rio skirt I talked about yes. last week. that would be so cute with that mm-hmm. so I, I I wanted something that I could dress up or dress down I didn't necessarily yeah. just want something sporty so yeah. I'm so happy with them they're they're really cute and they they're pretty true to size I think or maybe they they may even run a little small because I got a nine and a half I'm usually a nine or a nine and a half it just depends on the shoe okay when I saw those Paul Green ones, the last ones, I knew when I sent, like I kind of knew in my head, I was like, these look like the most like Sophie to mm-hmm. me. Like I could totally see you in them. And I liked them because I was like, they're, they are a sneaker. They're the comfort of a sneaker. You're not going to go run in them, which no. is fine. You wouldn't do any, but they do have that kind of dressier because I said, I was like, I think you could even wear these to speak in, mm-hmm. I mean, if, assuming we ever get to go out and yeah. speak at things again. But I was like, they, they have a really cute and, you know, I've been thinking about a metallic shoe ever since I came to Birmingham and we went to lunch with Jamie Yes, from Family Savvy and she had on those metallic sandals. Yes, that they day. were darling. Yes. And so I've been, that's something I personally have been wanting to add to my... <laughs> my Uh, shoe collection right it's been a goal it's been a it has Mm -hmm. and I haven't found exactly what I want but I was real happy to live vicariously through you and felt like that metallic sneaker option really was a winner well it's a winner so I'm so excited and I'm I think I may wear them tomorrow to school oh I cannot wait because you're gonna have to send me a picture you know I'm picking out my outfits ahead of time so I know what I know that I'm wearing is this long black dress that I got off of Amazon this summer Oh. And I think those little metallic sneakers would be cute with my long black dress. I think it'd be darling. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be so cute. Okay. Well, I'm going to need to see a picture of you wearing those sneakers. Okay. So thank okay. you for, for well, all you've done. Well, it's just all of us have different gifts. And I, that is one of mine. I'm going to tell you, speaking of ordering things and doing things, you know, I've never throughout this pandemic, what has happened is I have never ordered more stuff online than I order now, you know, like even stuff that I normally used to would have run to target for whatever. I'm like, I'm just going to get it through Amazon prime or whatever. So Caroline and I left town last Thursday. Mm -hmm. So we left town last Thursday. Perry was going to be here all weekend. And so we left. Well, now my phone, because I'm, I have it like my UPS account is connected to my thing. So I get, you know, and then Amazon prime texts you and it's like, you're whatever is being delivered. So I knew that I was getting a lot of packages were coming (laughs) while I was gone. And I wasn't really totally aware. And so I talked to Perry Saturday night. I mean, I talked to him before that, but on Saturday night we were catching up and he said, I'm going to tell you, he said that our dining room table looks like we're hosting a wedding shower. (laughs) He said, there are so many packages. Well, you know, 
And I said, hey, I go, but that's, I said, I already know. I said, that's dog treats. I said, some of that's new reading glasses for you. I mm-hmm. said, that's the Charmin that's hard to find in the store now. So I get that delivered. I said, that's, it's a lot. Of, and he said, so you're telling me that I could open up all these packages and anything that just seems practical, I could keep and other stuff. And I said, well, no, 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 I'm not saying I, that. No, I wouldn't go that far. No, but I'm just saying a large bulk of it is we need to keep in mind that these are like the razor blades that I get sent to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and truth be told. And so I did, and one was a book that I think Crystal Hurst had sent me. She has a new book coming out. So some of this is unsolicited. I didn't pay money for this. This is stuff that people are sending me. You know what I mean? So, um, but I did get really tickled when he said that our dining room table looked like we were about to host a wedding shower Mm -hmm. because we had so many. And when I walked in, he wasn't wrong. I'm going to tell you he wasn't wrong. Well, when, even when I got home today, I'd ordered some booties, you know, I think, Mm -hmm. did we pick those out together or you told me about them? Those Mark Fisher ones. I still haven't gotten mine. Well, I got them today, but they don't work for me. Oh, is it the arch? Is it your high arch? It's my arch. And how many times can I mention it in episode 200? Let's try (laughs) for seven. Um, Because they come up, I really like more of a low cut booty. And these these are really like more true. I don't know. They come up pretty high on on your calf. They're not a Mm -hmm. low cut deal. And so that would be problematic if I could get my foot in them, but <laughs> uh, okay. All right. But I can't get my foot in them because it's just, it's just too much of an incline. Okay. So, anyway. So it's all, it's a moo point is what you're telling It's a moo point. Yes. Okay. Um, right. But I, I'll, t- I'll take those back. So I had those, I, I had the stuff I bought from the anniversary sale, which I usually like to do an undergarment stock up during the uh-huh. anniversary sale. And then I had these Paul Green shoes, which are keepers. So, okay. Well, I, for whatever reason, my Mark Fisher booties, they have emailed me to tell me that those are going to be delayed due to COVID, which now feels like a lie because I ordered mine a week before you and you got yours. So I Maybe don't it's know. your size. What do you, you wear an eight, an eight or an eight I th- and a half? I think eight and a half is what I ordered those in. Okay. I think I ordered them at eight and a half. So I'm waiting on those. And then I did get in some Zella leggings that I had ordered, but I think I'm going to take those back. Okay. Um, because they're, they were kind of like a jogger legging. And so, but when I got them, they fit tight like a legging, but then they have these pockets on the side and I was really mm. wanting something. So it's weird because like, I would never wear a short top with them. Like mm-hmm. I think if I were a teenager, I might, but I'm not going to. So then like to just have those pockets there and then to think about wearing a long shirt over them. So I think I'm going to take those back. Okay. That's a no. So. That was a no. They're cute and they're comfortable, but they're just not what I was looking for. Okay. So, well, I wish you all the best. If I can send well, any links, um, I'll be happy to do that just as, okay. a, as a service. I can't No, You don't well, want me to pick out your leggings. No, I would be fine with that. I'm just, I'm trying to find, I need something. I know right now I'm kind of good cause it's hot and I don't need a lot more leggings, but I've just been on the search and these looked kind of cute. Cause they look like they might be more of a fitted jogger with mm-hmm. a little bit of compression, but they're, they're too legging ish. Okay. So they're more legging, not, not jogger. We need a leggings and jogger rubric. You know what I yes. mean? Like it's yes. a four on, on whatever it's a seven on whatever we need a, a place where we can score and scale. We really do. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the whole, because it's just a lot. So, um, so anyway, so that's that. Now, what did y- y'all had football again this weekend? We had football again Friday night. It was, um, really an unexpectedly beautiful night it had rained all day and it cooled off and we even had a rainbow oh, before the game which was just the, which was great and god loves football <laughs> we were up 14 to nothing at halftime against a 7a school we were 6a school um it was great and then the other team came back and won 21 mm. maybe no, no 20 to 14 i think was the final score so that was a little sad but it, it if there's such a thing as i i don't know i don't know i don't necessarily believe in moral victories but yes in the case of football you know but i guess mm-hmm. we'll win but mm-hmm. i think that it was one of those deals where we really played hard and i think the outcome was a lot closer and the game was a lot i mean the the, the game on like the whole thing was just a lot tighter than I think mm-hmm. people thought it would be. So it was still fun. I love that. Okay. That's still well, fun. And listen, is there bad football? Not really. Not really. Cause you, cause you know what I did Saturday night was watch Austin P play <laughs> and I didn't even know that I cared about them, but it was college football and it was on TV. Do you know that one, uh, that a guy from who graduated from my school plays for Austin P? 
Really? Well, mm-hmm. I wish I'd known that Saturday night. I know. Well, and I ended up on Saturday. I was, I, I kind of had some plans in terms of, I wanted to get some writing done. Uh-huh. But I ended up, I, when I woke up, I saw that Julia Reed had passed away, who is from what Julia Reed grew up in Greenville, Mississippi, and she lived in New Orleans. And she is just, has been a pretty prolific Southern writer, has done a lot of stuff for Garden and Gun and uh-huh. um, written several books. And she was on the New Orleans episode of Somebody Feed Feel. Yes, and, oh, that's right. And just, I don't know, kind of a little bit of a character in her own right. And I read uh-huh. Uh, what do you call those things? Oh, I read a tribute to her that was from the Garden and Gun website that was written by John Meacham, who I think is just an incredible writer. And so it Mm -hmm. got me on a little bit of a a Julia Reed rabbit trail. Okay. And because you can find her, she just had beautiful places where she lived. And anyway, so I, I read that stuff and um, and then of course, Chadwick Bozeman had passed away the night before. So I read a ton about that and mm-hmm. all that led to, for my Saturday, I ended up having a day. I wrote a little, but I did like just one of those Saturdays where I read a ton and I listened to a ton of music and it was, and I went for a long walk and it was really good. It was, oh, I love that. it was kind of a Saturday I needed. And, um, I'm delighted to announce that Need to Breathe came out with a new album, this past Friday that is fantastic. And, Uh um, I don't know, just some of my favorite singers, PJ Morton, who I love has a new album. And then Gregory Porter, who another one of our podcast listeners introduced me to a few months ago has a new album that's beautiful. And so I just had a good little, like, I don't know, just a good day of listening to, to things and reading things that were, um, I don't know. It's just a good little break from the regular routine. So, okay. Even okay. though some of those things were connected to sadness, always sad yes. when somebody dies, but, yes. um, but always also need to think about the legacy people leave. And so that was that. Um, okay. I don't know, nothing terribly exciting there. Yeah. Okay. Well, we, um, you know, like I said, we went to Dallas first. So we went to go see my friends, Jamie and Trevor. Um, and it was fun because Trevor had gone to pick up. So their oldest son just started at A&M too. And Trevor had gone to pick him up for the weekend and bring him back home. Um, and so it was fun to see them and their kids. And Caroline said on the way we were driving and I think we were in Waco and she was like, I'm just so excited to like see people and socialize. She said, Mm -hmm. I haven't done anything. And I was like, Oh, I hadn't really thought about it, but like school's been online and she's had soccer practice, but one of her best friends, um, had Corona. And so had been, it kind of hit everything had been quarantined a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like she hadn't been able to go out. So I was like, okay, so this is, I'd forgotten. So I was like, okay, maybe I need to remember that we need to get out and see people. Mm -hmm. Um, so we had a great time. We had, we loved being on the road together and it was so fun. And then we left and went to college station for the soccer tournament. And then Gully and Will came to meet us there so that they could see Jackson for the weekend and just hang out. And so it was super fun because, you know, we didn't get to road trip this summer and we didn't get to, and then Jackson came over and spent more time with us than I think any of us expected him to like mm-hmm. came and ate dinner with this Friday night. And oh. it's just, I know. And it's fun to see these college kids. Cause we agreed. We were like, they already all look so grown up. They've already looked more mature. Like it was just fun to see them. And, um, and then my friend Tiffany lives in college station and her daughter just started at A&M. And so they came to watch Caroline play. And, um, so the soccer was fine, but it's funny how, like, I was like, it was just more about the people and getting to be at honey and Biggs, And that was so great. And, um, and then like, it was, it was funny cause we were sitting there Saturday night and that call the Austin P college football game was on TV and we we're sitting at honey and Biggs, and, you know, kind of hanging out. And I was like, this, like, is, this feels like the most normal thing I've done in mm. months, like to be here and to hear a football game and for us to all just be talking about life and college. And, um, but we did really laugh because, you know, Caroline, we've been going to honey and Biggs since, you know, Caroline was a baby. So of course they've known her all her life, but, um, Honey had bought this. She get it from HEB. It's this Asiago cheese bread that you get. Mm. And it comes from the bakery. And so on Saturday morning, Caroline had her first game. And so it was kind of like, what do you want to eat? And they were like, what just, what, what if we just toast some of that cheese bread? Like just a piece of that. And Caroline was like, that's perfect. And so she ended up eating two pieces of that then, and then drank a glass of orange juice. And I mean, it was so funny because you know how you, in your mind, it's like, 
it's people freeze and honey was like, I mean, she ate two pieces of that toast. <laughs> she ate two pieces. She said, Caroline, I mean, she had two pieces and she said, and drank a full glass of orange juice. I mean, she was so, and we laughed so hard. And then after the game, we came home after the boarding game and Caroline was like, I think I want some more of that cheese toast. So all said and done, we think over the course of the weekend, Caroline probably ate about 10 pieces of that cheese bread toasted. And every time honey would be like, I just can't believe it. I just can't believe that she's, because I thought how many times were we here where I would sit with Caroline and be like, this is your dinner. You right. need to eat two more mm-hmm. bites. If you're hungry later, we're not eating. Cause she just would not eat, especially when we were there. Cause she was always so excited to be there. So she never wanted to slow down and eat. And then I used to always tell honey and we were laughing cause honey would pour like a big glass of orange juice. And I'm like, that's all going to be wasted. I said, you barely wet the bottom of the glass. Mm-hmm. Like you just pour in like a one sip. A so, tablespoon. Yes. But I thought that is the beauty of being with old friends that love you so much because they're going to cheer you on because you eat 10 pieces <laughs> of cheese toast. Like over the course of two days. <laughs> it's like, it was like the best. Every time it would be like, oh, let me get you another piece. <laughs> of that. So sweet. I'm like, well, she is 17 now mm-hmm. and a yeah. senior in high school. So she eats, she does eat. So, uh, okay. But- so last week I did at the end of the episode, I talked about five of my recent favorite things. Mm-hmm. So just in the interest of maybe a smidge of continuity, um, do you perhaps have five things that you could share with us this week? Five of your I, favorites? I do have five things. Listen, um, this is turning into a whole thing. It's week two. It's like me being <laughs> in week three of picking out my clothes on Sunday. It is. It is. Our it's lives a, are changed. We have a pattern. We have yeah. a pattern. Um. Okay. So my first my favorite things is I've mentioned it before, but we're gearing back up for fall. At least I am because we're, we've survived the summer. It's right. We're, we're, we've made it to September. Um, so my favorite candle of all time, and listen, I have tried, y'all know, if you've been listening, I've tried a lot of other leather and tobacco scented candles. Like I've, I've tried the Willie Nelson one. I've, but the bar none, the best one is Pickwick is the brand and it's their leather tobacco and woods candle. Okay. I, I am going to try it. I really do. Listen, I'm going to tell you, it's what every man wishes he could smell like is what I'm okay. going to tell you. I'm going to tell you that if John Dutton, this is what I believe that John Dutton on Yellowstone smells like. <laughs> Leather, tobacco, mm-hmm. and woods. Mm-hmm. It is the best. And like anytime I'm burning it in my house, like even last week I had it and a friend came in and she goes, what is that? And I was like, it's the Pickwick Leather, Tobacco, and Woods candle. So good news We'll link it. So I buy them from, if you live in San Antonio, I get them at Sunset Ridge Hardware. They have them in stock there, but they used to not sell them directly off their website, but they do now. I'm adding one to cart right now. Okay. And I'm going to tell you, it's so good. And it lasts, it's when you get it, you're like, this doesn't look like a huge candle, but it really does a nice burn. So it lasts a long, it lasts a lot longer than what you would think. I like that you just said a nice burn. (laughs) It feels like... That feels like somebody who is familiar with candle terminology. I don't know where that, I don't know if that's a real thing, but let's pretend like it is. That's a nice burn. It's a nice burn. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. That feels, uh, feels very Ron Swanson right now. It's a nice burn. Mm -hmm. Um, But then the other thing that I have recently discovered. So our dogs get up on our couch all the time. Mm -hmm. They just do. It's a fact of life. Um, but I have found these, so they kind of scratch it. They don't ever, but you know, it gets little scratches and stuff, which I don't really mind because it just adds to the look, but I ordered these from Amazon. This was one of the things that came in like maybe this weekend. Cause I'd ordered another thing of them, but they're these Wyman, um, leather conditioning wipes. So yes. they come in like a wet wipe container, but you could use them. So like I can use them in my car seats. Um, but I love being able to just wipe the couch down with those. Um, cause it's a quick way to clean it and it kind of buffs out some of those little scratches and it just leaves them nice and conditioned. Cause the thing about a leather couch is, or really any leather in your car is you have to keep it conditioned or it cracks. Right. Right. So that is my other favorite thing right now. Okay. And then I'm going to tell you my other favorite thing was something this falls into, do you remember like two years ago when I finally splurged and spent the $4 and got a four cup mixing cup yeah. in Target? <laughs> <laughs> about that I, what is it 
why do we just we get that stuff when we get married and we just hold on like that's the yeah. only those are the, that's the only set of measuring spoons I can ever use. Yes, yes. And for years, for years, I would think, man, it would be nice to have one of those big four cup measuring cups <laughs> to make stuff. But I never Everybody the, needs a dream. Every, everybody needs a dream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so one day when I was at Target, I finally spent the $4.55 to mm -hmm. get myself one. Mm -hmm. So this is similar to that. So I found on Amazon, I bought myself a stainless steel mixing bowl set of six. I mean, how about it? I think it was $19, but they, yes. they net, so they're nesting. So they nest inside of it. They come in all different sizes. And here's the reason I had never bought that because when we got married there again, we got a really nice set of glass mixing bowls from William Sonoma that nest like that. And listen, they're great, but here's the thing about the glass, they're heavy. Mm -hmm. So like when you pull them, like, so I always kind of dread using them because I'm like to pull one out and whatever. And I mean, I got these stainless steel mixing bowls. I can't even tell you, I feel like I am Julia Childs. You're Anna Garten. It's what you are. You're Anna Garten in the kitchen with your stainless I, steel mixing bowls. Mm -hmm. I really am. And they're so light and they're so easy. And our water here is really hard. And so I feel like they wash better. Total game changer. Stainless steel mixing bowls. Set of six. So glad. You know, my mama was a, a, a big believer in a stainless steel mixing bowl. And so she gave me, I don't even remember when it was. It was some time ago. She gave me four or five including her giant big one that she used to use when she would make chicken salad or when she would make sausage balls mm. where you just have a ton of stuff where you need to mix together and I use my stainless steel mixing bowls every day I love them yeah. I, I I love them I don't know why I I mean why did I resist for so long I don't right. know and it was kind of in the it was funny because Perry was actually frying fish like two weeks ago and we were like looking and I was like, well, here's this bowl and here's this bowl. Because, you know, some of those glass, like one of those glass bowls is like the dog's water bowl now. You know, they yeah. just kind of end up in different. And so he was like, why don't we get like some new mixing bowls? And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't, I never. <laughs> well, we can't do that. You just have to take what you get when you get married and that's all you get to use for yes. the rest of the time. <laughs> You don't get to upgrade. Mm -mm. You don't get to upgrade. So that's one of, that's been one of my favorite things. Okay. Um, my fourth thing, this is not a tangible thing. It is just a feeling in my heart. And it's what I've already mentioned is that August is officially over. And that feels like fall is in sight. Mm -hmm. And listen, I am not naive enough to think that we don't have more 100 degree days ahead of us because we will. But at least when you get into September, it's like you can, you can see it on the horizon. You can hope. <laughs> you can hope. You can hope that the, yeah. that the odd cool front may blow through. Maybe mm -hmm. we'll get some rain. I also feel because August really did not bring us college football, no offense to Austin P, but that was one game. But I feel like September 26th is marked on my calendar mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as a day that some football will take place. Um, I have my styrofoam cups ready to go from two funny girls that say home gating on them. I enjoy that. That's delightful. And so I am planning some home gating and some football watching. And so my last favorite thing that ties into fall being in sight. And I put these on fashion Friday, the last couple of weeks, but I own them. I love them. I'm going to get another pair. Are those Amazon joggers that are mm -hmm. just 14 99 are the softest dang things ever. L let me just say this. Cause I ordered a pair and they came in okay. last week. They're Tell so, me. they're so soft. Yes. I have really pondered if they're like, they're so soft that I think, are they going to be too hot for me? And mm -hmm. I, I don't know how to explain it, but like, because they're they just they feel so so soft yep they're plush but they're not fleecy i can't explain it no mm -mm. i can't they're a weird it. they're a weird material and i think that's why it's because right now they're lightweight so i feel like right now i wouldn't wear them but i'm like i think come like a little bit of cool weather i think they're going to be perfect yeah yeah but they are they're super soft but i i but then I was telling Casey and Stephanie because I think they had ordered some or one of them had ordered them and wanted to know what I, I think. And I said, well, I've been pondering them since they came in. Like, are these mm -hmm. going to make me hot? Well, I think right now they would. But I was like, for $14.99, you hold on to them for a cold day, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, that's kind of what I think. And they're cute enough. Like, I like the way they fit enough. 
But I'm like, even if I wear them there again with some sneakers in like an oversized sweater or sweatshirt or whatever, I mean, for $14.99, I mean, they're a a very slim cut in the leg. They are. It's a a slim cut. Mm -hmm. It is a slim cut. It is a slim cut. Somebody told me today about, and I'm going to research these, so stay tuned, but Old Navy apparently has a pair of some sort of joggers that really rival the Athleta joggers. Oh, really? Yes. And so I don't know about that. I have not seen these for myself. I'm going to have to look and do some research, but stay tuned on that because that's the that's the, that's the word on the street. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks so. for your favorites. Well, and so I, I also, um, one of my anniversary sale things that I got was the, um, Revitalash. Oh, I guess the, 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 the eyebrow kind. Okay. So we'll and see. I don't, it, I just got it. So we'll see. Okay. Okay. You need to actually, you know, here's what I'm going to tell you based on past. You have to actually use it for it to work. I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know about that. (laughs) Ten, you can't just sit it there on your bathroom counter and hope. We'll see. (laughs) I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it. I really am. Okay. I believe you. Well, alrighty, y'all. Well, thank you for listening to episode 200. We sure do appreciate it every time you listen, but nice to have a little milestone to celebrate. It is. Thanks for being with us for 200 episodes. Yes. And listen, we may get to, hopefully it won't take us 13 years to get to episode 400. Hopefully we'll get there, you know, like in the next five years or so. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we'll talk to y'all later. Okay. Bye everybody. Bye y'all.